This is Dr. Benny Tate, and you're listening to the Leeds Club Podcast, all about leadership, personal growth, and encouraging you in your walk with God. Our goal is simple, to help you lead like you never have before in your church, business, home, or whatever platform God has given you. Our next Lead Club session begins now. Greetings, and I want to welcome you to this podcast, that uh, this Leeds production that simply goes out for Christian leaders, for pastors, uh, leaders, business leaders. It's simply leadership from a Christian perspective. And I truly believe that uh, if you raise up a leader, if you impact a leader, you impact an organization. If you want to impact a church, you've got to grow a leader. If you want to grow an organization, you've got to grow a leader. That's why my heart for doing this on a regular basis is simply to help and impact leaders. Now, recently at Rock Springs Church, we had a conference called Defy the Odds. I think we had somewhere around 800 people in attendance. It was a wonderful, wonderful conference, and we had churches represented from all over the United States. Now, I realize many of you were unable to attend that conference, and I have some wonderful news. You can go to rockspringsonline.com slash leadership, and you can get the sessions of that conference as well as other leadership material. Again, rockspringsonline.com slash leadership, and you get the sessions from the Defy Conference as well as other leadership material. And the best thing about it, it's totally free. I want to talk to you this month. This is a lesson that I believe will really be helpful. It's entitled, Happiness Comes Through Serving. Happiness comes through serving. Uh, I read some interesting stats. The stats said that 90% of pastors don't feel like they have a close friend. 90% of pastors are lonely. 70% of pastors are chronically depressed. And 50% would do something else if they could do something else. I pray from that that this lesson will be a benefit to you. Happiness comes through serving. I love what Ben Franklin said. Ben Franklin said, No one is useless in this world who lightens the burden of someone else. Albert Schweitzer said, I don't know what your destiny will be, But one thing I know, the only ones among you who will be really happy are those who will have sought and found how to serve. I am convinced that the happiest people in the world are those that serve best. I am convinced that when we give flowers to other people, It leaves a fragrance in our hands. Jesus said these words. Jesus said, let the greatest among you be your servant. 
That was interesting. We live in a world where everybody's jockeying, everybody's positioning themselves, everybody seemingly wants to be great. But Jesus said, let the greatest among you be your servant. And I love what Martin Luther King Jr. said. He said, Jesus said, let the greatest among you be your servant. And Martin Luther King Jr. said, everyone can be great because everyone can serve. You know, there was only one time in the Bible where Jesus, I mean, we're talking about God in the flesh. There was only one time in the Bible where Jesus said, follow my example. One time where basically Jesus said, look what I'm doing, and then you turn around and do it. And this was the greatest leader who ever lived. And that one time that he said that was in John chapter 13, where he literally took a towel and he took a basin of water and he washed the disciples' feet. I am a... 54 years old, and I heard a quote that revolutionized my life. I've tried to live this quote out, and I found this quote to be true that I heard better than 30 years ago. Better than 30 years ago, I heard a man by the name of Zig Ziglar, a great speaker, make this statement. He said, you can get everything you want in life if you help others to get what they want in life. And I found that to be true. Whatever your dream is in life, if you focus on helping other people make their dream come true, I believe you'll wake up and find that your dream has came true. You can get everything you want in life if you help others Get what they want. But I want you to understand something. This whole lesson that I am teaching about happiness comes through serving, it's contrary to my nature. It's contrary to your nature. Because I'm convinced most of our natures is not to serve other people. It's for other people to serve us. A beautiful example of this is found in the Bible. It's found with Jesus' disciples. The Bible says in Luke 22 and 24 that there was a quarrel, a dispute broke out among the disciples. And they argued about who should be the greatest. And Jesus said to them, the kings of nations have power over their people. And those in authority call themselves friends of the people. But you're not going to be that way. Rather, the greatest among you must be the youngest. And your leader must be like a servant. Jesus' disciples were jockeying for who was going to be the greatest. And Jesus basically said, you don't need to concentrate on who's going to be the greatest. You need to concentrate on serving because that one who serves, he is 
the greatest. Now I want to make uh, five statements that, that, that I believe will be helpful to you concerning serving and fulfillment and happiness. Number one, serving indicates security. Serving indicates security. You know, in John chapter 13, it's a beautiful story that I would certainly encourage you to, to take some time and, and read and study. It's the story of Jesus taking the basin of water and simply washing the disciples' feet. But as you're uh, reading that story, there was something that really jumped out at me. Verse 3 says, before Jesus washed their feet, it says, the Father had put everything in Jesus' control. Jesus knew that. He also knew that he had come from God and he was going back to God. Jesus was secure because he knew who he was. He knew what his mission was. He knew what his purpose here was, and that created security. And this is what I know. Many can't serve other people because of insecurities. But what's so wonderful is when you see a person who's serving others, it's an indicator of security in their lives. And if you can't serve other people, it could be an indicator of insecurity in your life. See, here's what I know. Insecure leaders are into titles. They, they lead from position. But secure leaders are into towels. They're not into titles. They're into towels. And they take their security in who they are in Jesus Christ. They don't have to be referred to as Dr. So-and-so, or they don't have to be referred to from their position. They don't have to have necessarily the, the specified parking place, or they don't have to have the specified corner office, because they don't take any of their security in that. They take their security in who they are in Jesus Christ. See, the Bible tells us in Philippians 2 and 3, let nothing be done through strife or vainglory, but in lowness of mind, let each esteem other better than themselves. Look not every man on his own things, but every man also on the things of others. Let this attitude be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. That was the attitude that Jesus Christ had. He esteemed others better than himself. He had an attitude to serve. So serving indicates security. Here's the second thing I would say to you. Opportunity for service comes at inopportune times. Opportunity for service comes at inopportune times. You know, I love the story of the, the Good Samaritan. It was so interesting that that Good Samaritan, he left Jerusalem, which means the city of worship. 
He goes down to Jericho. That's where Rahab the harlot lived. That's where the thieves and robbers. It was 30 miles. It symbolized a person who had been in relationship with God and had fallen from Jerusalem way down to Jericho. Bible says that uh, this person had fallen. They were, they were in a ditch. They were half dead. The Bible says the priest came by. The Levite came by. And they went right on by. Probably on their way to church. <laughs> probably on their way, perhaps, to the synagogue. But what's so interesting, people all around, half dead, many times were on their way to church. But the Bible says the Good Samaritan came by. And the Good Samaritan, he saw this man who was half dead. And the Bible says he put oil, oil and wine in his wounds. The Bible says he put him up on his animal. He took him to the inn. He gave some money and said, take care of him. And if you need more money, when I come back, I'll give it again. Here's what I know from that story. I believe the reason why the priest and the Levite didn't help, it was an inopportune time. It wasn't convenient. Serving other people comes at inopportune times. A few days ago, I was traveling home on Interstate 75. I'd been out all day. And I looked, and there on 75, there was a van that was broken down. There was a group of people standing around it, and it looked to me to be a Mennonite family. And I got off the exit, and I thought, now I get to go home. But something spoke to my heart and said, no, go back. You go back and help that family. And uh, on that occasion, I did go back. I was able to help them with their vehicle and things. But God showed me that opportunities to serve people come at inopportune times. There'll always be something going on. <laughs> It'll always inconvenience you. But that's what service is all about. I mean, think about this. Jesus... Jesus is getting ready to go to the cross. What do you think was on his mind? I don't know what was on his mind, but I know what was in his hands. A basin. A towel. He was getting ready for the, the greatest event. He was going to be crucified. But his mind was on serving. Because serving others comes at inopportune times. Let me tell you the third thing about service. Serving takes the focus off of ourselves. Serving takes the focus off ourselves. I thought about this upper room that I've been in probably 10 times where Jesus took the basin of water and washed the disciples' feet. It's a small room if you get to go. I would love for you to go with me, perchance. I'm going back to Israel July the 8th through the 17th. I'd love for you to go. If you're a pastor, if you'll uh, contact me, I'd love to talk to your church leadership, and I'd love to send you to Israel with me July the 8th through the 17th of this year, 2019. 
But being in that room, I realized something, it being a very small room, the, the room where the Holy Spirit descended, the room where Jesus took a basin of water and washed the disciples' feet. God showed me that that's a small room, that when those disciples walked in, they walked past the basins. They walked past the towels. And the Lord let me know that there are basin and towels in every relationship. It's just our responsibility to spot them. In every relationship, there are basins and towels. It's our responsibility to spot them. You know, uh, the only other time that I believe a basin is mentioned in the Bible was with Pilate. If you'll remember, they brought Jesus before Pilate, and Pilate said, I find no fault in him. He's an innocent man. And he took a basin of water, and he washed his hands. He simply excused himself. Here's what's amazing. Pilate took a basin of water and excused himself, and Jesus took a basin of water and served other people. The fourth thing I'd say to you is Jesus is ultimately who we are serving. Jesus is ultimately who we are serving. You know what's amazing? One place in the scripture, Jesus said, I was hungry and you fed me. I was naked and you clothed me. I was thirsty and you gave me drink. I was in prison and you visited me. And the disciples said, Jesus, when did we do those things? We don't remember feeding you, clothing you, visiting you in prison. And Jesus said, when you did it to the least of them, you did it unto me. When you did it to the least of them, you did it unto me. And here's what's interesting, folks. When you sit out to serve people, always remember this. Jesus also washed Judas' feet, the one who would betray him. Let me share. As you serve people, as you serve people, as you minister to people, there are people that are going to disappoint you. There are going to be some Judases that you will serve. But I want to encourage you, keep serving. Because, see, if you're going to be used of God, you'll be used of people. If you're going to be used of God, you'll be used of people. You're going to wash some Judas's feet along the way. But you've got to realize Jesus is ultimately who we are serving. You've got to realize, even though you get hurt along the way, ministry many times brings hurt. But I want you to understand, ultimately, Jesus is who we are serving. We, we live for the applause of the nail-scarred hands. See, Christian leader, what you are, you're a bridge. You're a bridge to bridge people to freedom. You're a bridge to bridge people to God. 
You're a bridge to bridge people to God's love. You're, you're, you're a bridge to bridge people to victorious Christian living. But understand something. A bridge gets walked on. A bridge gets walked on. And hurting people hurt people. And at the end of the day, you've got to remind yourself, Jesus is ultimately who I'm doing it for. I am doing this for an audience of one. Oh, I'm serving other people. Because through serving other people is the only way I can serve Jesus. Number five, the happiest people serve others. The happiest people serve others. You know what's interesting? Jesus takes this basin of water. He takes the towel. He washes his disciples' feet. And then he says this. He says if in, in verse 14 of John chapter 13, if I then your Lord and Master have washed your feet, you ought to wash one another's feet. And it was so interesting. In verse 17, he said, Happy are ye that do it. Happy are ye that do it. See, folks, I, I don't believe that feet washing is a command in the Scripture. I think serving is a command. And I think God teaches us that if you really want to be happy, if you really want to be fulfilled, serve other people. 85% of pink ladies have no emotional problems. Why? Because their focus is on others. Now, let me, let me give you five things that I do every day of my life. I'm really, I'm really very simple, but there's five things that I do every day of my life that I believe will be helpful to you as you look to serve other people. Number one, value people. Value people. People are God's creation. People are made in God's image. People are the reason why God sent his son to the cross. See, you'll never add value to people until you value people. So this is what I would say to you. Value people. The second thing I'd say to you is think of ways to serve people. Think of ways to serve people. Just process. What are some wonderful things and what are some wonderful ways that I can just serve people? Third thing I'd say, look for ways to serve people. Even when you're with people. Look for ways to serve people. Number four, do things to serve people. And number five, do what I'm doing right now. Encourage others to serve people. This is what I know unequivocally. Happiness comes through serving.
the father of modern psychology, Carl Menninger, was asked on one occasion, Dr. Menninger, if you feel like you're going to have a nervous breakdown, what would you recommend for a person to do? He said, get up right where you're at. <laughs> Go down the street and find a person who's in worse shape than you're in and serve and help them. Because happiness, fulfillment comes through serving. You know, the purest leadership is biblical leadership. And biblical leadership is servant leadership. Let the greatest among you be your servant. Paul said, for though I be free from all men, yet have I made myself a servant unto all that I might gain the more. God bless you and allow me to pray for you. Lord, as we bow our heads in your presence, I thank you for this day. I thank you for those that are listening to this podcast, and I pray your blessings upon their lives, upon their ministries, your protection upon them, upon their family. Give them fruit for their labor. God, be the lifter of their heads, the encourager of their hearts, and for all you do, we're going to praise you, for I pray this prayer. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us for today's Leeds Club session. We hope you feel encouraged and empowered. If you would like more information or resources about leadership, be sure and check out our website at rockspringsonline.com slash leadership. Join us next time for more insights on leadership, personal growth, and encouragement as you walk with God We want to help you get to the next level.